Welcome to the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast. I'm John Williamson, host of the podcast and founder of K-12 Food Rescue, a national organization founded in 2007, committed to empowering citizens to lead the Food Is Not Trash movement in their school district. Today, I'm joined by Karen Kaur, K-12 Food Rescue National Leader in Mamaroneck High School and a parent volunteer, and she volunteers with Love Your Food, the Love Your Food Initiative. So, Karen, welcome to the K-12 Food Rescue Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, John. So it's great to have you today, Karen. And could you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and maybe uh, the Mamaroneck community? Sure. So I'm a stay-at-home mom and community organizer in Larchmont, New York, with two high schoolers in ninth and 11th mm-hmm. grades in Mamaroneck High School. And um, the Mamaroneck School District is about 20 miles north of New York City. So we are a suburban community, very near mm-hmm. New York City. So I remember in May of 2019, uh, Nia Donick with Sustain Westchester introduced us via email, and you said you were having some success in rescuing food in schools. So can you give me an idea of what interested you about the subject of food waste in general, and kind of how did you get started rescuing uh, food in schools in the Mamaroneck community? Yeah, sure. Well... I guess, you know, I got interested in uh, food rescue really through food scrap recycling, through zero waste. Um, mm. So through sort of like the environmental um, uh, um, perspective on this. So the town of Mamaroneck and village of Largemont, which are two municipalities within the Mamaroneck School District, had started a voluntary drop-off food scrap recycling program back in fall 2017 in the footsteps of a nearby municipality um, called Scarsdale. And I was one of the lead volunteers who helped our municipality start this program, thanks to the coaching of Scarsdale. And um, one of the lessons from Scarsdale was that to really grow a food scrap recycling program, you really need to get your schools involved in doing this. So, mm-hmm. it, so it was a logical extension for me to, to extend my efforts from volunteering in the municipality to the school district, especially since I had kids in the school district. And, right. So go ahead. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, so really, um, and, and so food rescue, you know, that came in when we, um, I, when I got involved as a parent volunteer in um, our middle school, Ahamak's middle school cafeteria, supervising students in separating the food scraps into the compost bin. And that's when we, we, we noticed how a lot of perfectly good, wholesome, edible food was being thrown away. And, and that's when we realized that, wow, you know, we, we really needed to address food rescue as well. That this was really an issue that we could see. So in the previous schools that you were getting this information from, they were not rescuing unopened and unpeeled food from the trays of students. They were just doing the composting and that kind of thing? Yes, that's right. So that's okay. that was our focus, really. Food scrap recycling or composting in the schools as part of, you know, this whole effort to reduce waste, um, really reduce, reuse, recycle, you know. And um, so yes. food scrap recycling being part of that, um, um, a more comprehensive a way of reducing food waste because as we know that about one third to a quarter of what goes into the trash is really food scraps is food waste mm, yes 
So, so between, mm-hmm. go ahead, sorry. No, go ahead. So really, you know, food rescue um, really became uh, an interest and concern of ours when we were um, as parent volunteers and community volunteers in the school cafeteria, we saw how how food, good food was being thrown away. And mm. we realized that, you know, we could do something about it. And I remember in particular that it was my you know, fellow volunteer, Judy Caputo, who was the first volunteer I remembered who decided to take action about this to prevent the perfectly good food that she saw going to waste. I mean, she took it upon herself to bring a bag to collect any perfectly good food that she saw students were about to throw away in the compost <laughs> bin. While yeah, she was, I love it. And, um, and then she would then go to the nurse or guidance counselor to see if they were interested in taking the salvaged food to offer to any of the hungry students. So that really struck me. I mean, that, you know, initially wasn't part of our plan, but but because she took this upon herself to do it, um, you know, we realized that, yeah, we should really be addressing, you know, prevention of, of, of wasted food in the first place. It shouldn't just be about yeah, the composting. Absolutely. Yeah. So between May and I think it was November, um, I saw this article that was written about food waste grant that would receive by an organization in I can't I always forget how to say that's Mamaronek. That's right. That's and okay. It, and it was and it was a photo by Olivia uh, Fleming who you took the photo, but it was of Livia and she had reached out to us somewhere between those five months. We had some communication. And then you told me that you took the email and you sent this email where you said that food rescue inspired uh, you in realizing that food recovery and donations are certainly possible and already happening in many schools around the country. So I was wondering if you could tell our listeners a little bit about that story and kind of how everything came about um, through up to this point where you are in the story. Yeah, sure. So that was really a great, um, you know, um, that that photo, that, that the article really helped to, to bring us together. But just to clarify that the, the lady in the photo was actually Livia Carvajal, who is. Oh, so she's the office manager of St. Peter's. Episcopal Church in, in Port Chester, one of the recipient organizations of our school district's donations, food donations. But, you know, um, because you had made the mistake, though, it was a very, you know, a, a fortuitous um, mistake that you made in thinking that was Livia Fleming, because uh-huh. then you connected me to <laughs> Livia Fleming, who is a, yeah. So it's a very interesting story because... <laughs> Livia Fleming, then she is a, a parent volunteer in um, the in New Rochelle in one of the elementary schools called Ward um, Elementary School in New Rochelle School District. And she, uh, so she ended up getting in touch with me because she and I had, you know, been in touch with you par- in parallel because we were interested in what you were doing in food rescue and how, how many schools were doing this across the country and we were sort of blown away by this right but then we realized yeah. that hey we're just next door to one another you know we can really learn from one another too and we should get together 
And so that's what actually we did. Thanks to you, John. You know, you sort of connected us. I know. <laughs> yeah, my stupid mistake. <laughs> I know it wasn't. There was, you know, that was uh, it. Uh, it was all for good because. Um, yeah, it was meant to be. Well, so then what happened also is that uh, we got together earlier this year. You know, we had coffee and Livia Fleming was so excited to hear about Mamanic School District's um, efforts in what we were doing in food rescue in our, in our schools across the school district. And she wanted to do it in the New, New Rochelle School District, right? And so she yeah. invited me over. Now, Livia, um, <laughs> she leads a, a fifth grade um, environment, student environmental club in her elementary school. And so she mm-hmm. invited me there one Friday um, to, to talk to the students and also to meet the principal of the school. And at that time, we had already done a video. Um, our school district had done a, a short video of our food rescue effort. And yep, so, so Livia showed it to the principal and her, and her student club when I was there. And, and the principal immediately got really interested. And he said, you know, we actually did this. We, our school did food rescue a number of years. And actually, they had started, they had done food scrap, recycling, composting in their school district earlier than our school district but and food rescue had been in, included as part of that in the beginning but somehow it had fallen by the wayside because from what i understand there had been some difficulty in the logistics in the in the pickup and delivery to um, yeah. to recipient organization so that somehow got discontinued because of the complexities over that um, but then when he saw our video he, he seemed to be really motivated to try to get it started again. And in fact, um, you know, Livia contacted me. We were, she had told me that after the winter break in February, that that was a plan to, 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 to really go ahead and start that. So, but because of, you know, recent events that have happened, yeah. um, I'm not sure exactly. I mean, of course, things are on hold right now, but yes, um, yes, hopefully yeah. that will that will happen. But um, she was really excited um, um, to you know to to see it being started in her school as well. And there was a lot of interest, and she had gotten the support of her her principal and um, other members of her school community. So thank so, you, John. So you know, this is the <laughs> this is the ripple effect, right? Yes, it absolutely is, and I love these virtual connections that we've made since 2007 around the country. I have so many friends that I call my digital friends because I've met them via e- email or contacts through the website, and and people like me, even even from the beginning, um, it was Nia, you know, from mm-hmm. Sustainable yes. Westchester. Mm-hmm. Just had just amazing circle. But you know, I'm just curious about New York in general because. Like in Indiana, um, we wrote the very first guidelines, uh, our Department of Education, Department of Health in the country, and then Vermont followed, and then the USDA followed shortly after. But New York was very was, was, was in the game as far as those guidelines goes. But yeah. it was interesting, in Indiana, all we did was ask our Departments of Health and Department of Education to do that, and they did it. Mm-hmm. Whereas in New York, New York, apparently they had to, and this is on our website yeah. um, at our school food waste history. Apparently in New York, they had to write a bill that took a year to get through just to say, please write these guidelines. Hmm. Um, so I've, I've always been curious. It has been more difficult in New York. It's been my experience than around the country than other places. And I wondered if you had any insight on where the difficulties come from. 
That's a good question. I unfortunately I'm not sure I can you know shed any light on that. Yeah. Um, um, I think we're still trying to to figure that out. I don't know you know the sort of like the bigger picture, like why there's been difficulty at the you know the legislative level. Yeah. Um, I mean we are there is the Bill Emerson Good Samaritan Act, which yeah. you know which seems clear and um, yeah. which you know provides protections to food donors giving yes. to nonprofit um, organizations. So, you know, actually I was listening to your um, earlier podcast and mm -hmm. um, about sharing food even within the community. And I'm interested in getting in touch with some of the people that I've heard of your podcast now about to find out about, you know, how about enabling um, sharing of the rescue food within the same community with, among yes. students, because that yes. seems to be still, there seems to be a lot of, hesitation and um concern about that so yeah, um it's just it's just interesting how it's different it's different from state to state i think yeah. you mentioned earlier the logistics of uh very densely populated uh communities whether it be chicago or new york city it just seems like the logistics there because of traffic alone um, become a little bit more um difficult than we find in some of our communities where there's less dense population but you know, it's just a, it's just a difference in, uh, in locale, basically, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't think, you know, traffic isn't so much a problem in terms of getting from place to place because we are, I mean, not in our suburban community anyway, but, okay. um, but I mean, I have to say that, you know, we were very, um, uh, much helped by feeding Westchester, which is mm -hmm. a nonprofit organization in our County that, um, um, that addresses hunger and that, um, you know, dis that sources and distributes uh, food and other resources to hungry people in our county. And they really helped us to connect with, um, to help us to find a good match in terms of a recipient organization for our school districts, um, food donations. And um, so we've really been helped by you know, amazing organizations like um, Feeding Westchester. And then also more recently, County Harvest, which is an all-volunteer food rescue organization in Westchester County that um, that I only discovered um, in the fall last year, actually, by coincidence. Hmm. And I didn't realize that they were rescuing food from mainly restaurants and supermarkets and other places yes. and taking them to um, agencies serving people in need. And, but now, uh, because we've made the connection, they we we just recently handed over the coordination of the pickup and delivery of food donations to county harvest because they have a very strong vast network of volunteers that do the, the and they have a 10-year experience in running this they're an amazing is it, organization is so, it county harvest or city harvest it's called county harvest county harvest okay, yes yeah, i know there's a huge organization yeah, I know there's a huge organization called City Harvest in New York. Yes, um, that's that's true. Yeah. That, uh, but that's separate. This is so. This Got is it. County Got Harvest, it. and they they are all volunteer food rescue organization serving Westchester County, and um, so now we are. I've become part of their network because it just Got makes it. sense for the sustainability of this whole system to really work with people who who have been doing this for years and they have a vast network of people to tap into and they have the communication tools, um, notification for volunteers. They, they just have a great system that works really well. 
Um, so I'm really glad that, you know, we have had the the benefit, the opportunity to work with um, County Harvest. I mean, now we just started that. So that's right. a, a recent thing to help us to make sure that the pickup and delivery of our food donations will be on a more sustainable footing into the future. Um, yeah, yeah, and I heard you mention earlier to me that uh, in an email or a text that you all volunteer for a Love Your Food initiative. Can you tell me a yes. little bit about the Love Your Food initiative? Yes, sure. Um, and um, I mean, and that was really an important motivating factor as well for our school district, I have to say. So um, Love Your Food um, um, came about really um, end of uh, May last year, 2019. Um, it, Love Your Food is um, a three-year tri-municipal community-based education campaign involving um, the three municipalities which are within our school district, which are Town of Maranac, uh, which is the lead agents, lead municipality, along with the villages of Maranac and village of Larchmont. And so Thanks to a New York State uh, Department of Environmental Conservation grant um, um, in reducing wasted food, we ha were awarded this three-year um, grant um, and, um, end of last year, mm. end of last school year. And really, the, this campaign is it's a, a three-year grant from the state to reduce wasted food in our tri-municipal area, including our school district. And we are taking a fun, um, you know, it's a very fun, upbeat, community-based approach where we're trying to raise awareness around reducing wasted food. And we, we try to do that by inspiring residents, including students, to basically reduce the amount of food we waste, um, share, share the access to provide for those in need, and um, basically compost whatever scraps are left. And, That's incredible. And to learn more, you can visit our website. It's loveyourfoodny.org. Loveyourfoodny.org. So, and is there like a, is there like is there like a contact form that they can fill out there to get to reach you directly? They can. Yes, there is a, a feedback form there, and also tells our whole story and um, uh, what's going on in the community around reducing wasted food. But if they, anybody would like to contact me, they're most welcome to, um, you know, email me at um, my email address, which is Cortan, it's K-H-O-R-T-A-N at Mac.com, M-A-C.com. Awesome. So well, I so, well, I, so awesome. I so appreciate you sharing your story with us today. And it was just so awesome how we met uh, via that email from Neha. And yeah. The uh, mistake that was made, with Lydia, <laughs> and I just, I just hope that uh, if anybody's listening to this, they'll be definitely uh, be willing to reach out to Karen. You can also reach out to Karen if you go to foodrescue.net and fill out our contact form. We can also connect you with Karen as well. So thanks so much, Karen, for all you do. Thanks for joining us, and I, I look forward to seeing all the things going on in the Marinac in the future. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you for all you're doing. And thank you for, you know, K-12 Food Rescue for, for your help in, in helping us to really focus on what was important and helping to coach coach us along the way. Um, so, you know, you're, oh. taking, you're taking the time to understand what our issues were and really helping us to helping talk us through it really helped. So thank you. And connecting us to all the different resources as well. So. Well, it was a blessing to be able to do it and you have a great day. Thank you. You too.
Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.